Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast episode. Oh, what do you do, baby? As you probably can see with your two eyes, we changed the name to our podcast to Misguided, and it's going to be a sister duo from here on out. So today we're just a shell. Well, she's we're just, just a shell. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Because we was outside last night. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. We were outside. You know, um, I, you know, I jumped in a lake. You did it naked, right? No bathing suit. <laughs> you did no, it. I mean, I wasn't naked. I like kept my bra under on, I think. You think. Ooh. <laughs> I'm like fairly confident that I kept at least my underwear on. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> you got the freaking Loch Ness oh, monster yeah. in your coochie this morning. I was like hitting cannonballs and shit. Like I was really, I thought we were. <laughs> it was like Michael Phelps. <laughs> I was on my Michael Phelps. Were you pretty confident in your I'm swimming may, abilities? I may not have hit a breaststroke at one point. Oh shit, okay. Better watch out. Yeah. <laughs> it was a light flex, you know? Not everybody can do a butterfly. The way that me and Michael can. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, here we are. Here we are. We have two 20-ounce Red Bulls. Sugar-free Red Bull, baby! So uh, this is hopefully going to give us that extra zest we need. We're about to be jacked up on Mountain Dew. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be talking about some juicy shit today. We're going to be talking about some of our past relationship choices. (laughs) Um... Well, I figured maybe we could each just, like, share a little juicy story about maybe someone that we were dating that was toxic. I don't know. Yeah, that sounds good. And, yeah, kind of go from there. So what's, like, if you had to say, like, top two most toxic partners slash situationships, like... Oh, God, I'm like, I have... What's the craziest shit that you ever let somebody get away with? I have some pretty, like, juicy shit. It's just, like, which one is gonna be <laughs> Just fucking bring them all out. Should I? Yeah. Okay, let's start with... We're gonna call him Crazy John. His name is John, but John is such a generic name. He could be motherfucking anyone. He ain't your regular John. Exactly. <laughs> He's Crazy John. Yeah. And, um... <laughs> where do we begin? Okay, so... I used to live in Bellingham when I was, I want to say, like, from age 20 to 23. Yeah, so I was there for, like, three years. And I was in a long-term relationship with someone that I knew from high school. Basically, he graduated and he ended up going to um, Western. And naturally, I wanted to uh come with and just like move there so that's what we did naturally naturally so that's what we did I ended up moving in with him and we got into a relationship at that point so basically I'm in this long-term relationship and it's towards the end of the relationship and I decided that I'm like just not that into him and yeah but see most people in that situation they would just oh I don't know end the relationship I had other plans. Not, not Kara. <laughs> not me. Um, I ended up going out to the bars, Wildin, 
And I met this guy named John. <laughs> and <laughs> this isn't my proudest moment. <laughs> but um, I ended up going out and hanging out with him like a few times. Out at the bars. <laughs> did you or did you not move in with him right after you met him? <laughs> um, so that's where the story was going to so go. That happened. That, that happened. Oh my, was so, it the first time? So it was like probably after a third hangout. <laughs> decided, <laughs> Things were getting pretty serious. I decided to move in with this guy. Oh my god. And being the toxic little shit I was at the time, I was still in my relationship. And my boyfriend was actually in Seattle getting surgery on his jaw because he had a <laughs> he had an underbite. I had a dog that had an underbite. <laughs> oh God. So he had an underbite, and so yeah, he was getting surgery for that, and. I met this guy while he was gone. And How long was he gone for? I don't know. Maybe like a week. <laughs> this bitch don't waste no time. Apparently not. I needed, no. Apparently I needed an exit strategy. <laughs> and um, so I met this guy out at the bars. We hung out literally three times. And I told him about my situation and how unhappy I was in my relationship. And that I really needed to find a new place to live. And he was like, I can fix that. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. So, um, he basically told me that I could come stay with him. And for some reason, in my mind, I thought that was a great idea. That's the move. That was the fucking move. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I packed all my shit and I moved into what ended up looking like a trap house. <laughs> Did it look like a trap house, or was it, in fact, a trap it, house? It could have been a trap house. Okay. I'm going to give you some more details about this this fellow. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I end up living with this guy. And, you know, I'm living in an alternate reality, thinking everything is great, we're vibing, everything is just, you know, healthy and love. And we decide to have... A housewarming party or apartment warming, I should say. <laughs> and we invite like my coworkers and our other sister. I invited my other sister and her now husband. And he decides to make a toast. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no, he didn't. He decided <laughs> he made a toast. He made a toast at the party. He was he was making his toast, and we were all looking at each other like, what the Somebody fuck is the going on? Away. Literally, what in the actual fuck is going on? <laughs> and, um, yeah. So that was weird. Um, and then I remember later on that night, it's like he started acting different. And what I mean by different is it really seemed like he was on some type of drug. But you've known him for like two weeks. You know him so well. I know. I knew him so well. Like, this is not the John I fell in love with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And, um, yeah, he was starting to act really fucking weird. And I remember there was one point where my sister and I went outside and we're literally sitting like right outside on the balcony. And on the other side of where we're sitting is like a window and then the couch. And he's literally sitting on the fucking couch. And we were talking mad shit about this guy. And he's like, and I'm pretty sure he literally was just a hop, skip and a jump away. (laughs) He literally heard. I'm pretty sure he heard everything. I'm pretty sure. Because when we came back in, everyone was, like, really quiet and <laughs> <laughs> staring. Wait, so it wasn't just him sitting on the couch? No, like, there was, it was, like, this is a housewarming party, so there's, like, people there. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> oh, my God, I also God, thought I of something really cringe about this guy. Ooh, yeah. This was not what? my proudest moment. I remember literally inviting my coworker to come over to our house, and it was, like, just him him and I and her and we we're all hanging out and we we're like drinking and stuff and then for some reason we decide to have a threesome here she goes again you guys <laughs> here she fucking goes ew and I remember him literally like having sex with her and like I saw it happening with my two eyes and it just made me want to vom and I just like walked away and I just like let them have sex and we stayed in a relationship after that. <laughs> well, you needed a place to stay, babe. Exactly. I didn't really, yeah, I didn't have anywhere else to go. But, um, okay, so sorry. That's like a little side situation. Um, another really interesting thing that happened while I was living there with this guy. I remember there was a night where I went out with my coworkers and I didn't invite him. And usually I did. And I think because I didn't invite him, he was like feeling some type of way. So I come back to the house after we'd been drinking and whatever, and I open the door, and there he is, sitting in the apartment in the dark on the couch. In the dark. In the dark. And he just I just got done serial killing some. I people. have no idea what he's doing, but it was really concerning. And I remember being like, "Is everything good? Like, are you okay?" And he's just like, "He's like, yeah, I'm fine." So I literally, I got the drenchies. So I go over to the fridge. I opened the fridge, and we had ordered pizza the night before, so you know I'm going for those leftovers. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and I open the fridge door, and I see the pizza box, and it literally looks as if somebody took a fucking knife and stabbed it, like, multiple times. <laughs> what the fuck? Take that bitch! <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> oh Isn't that fucking weird? I was. I mean, uh, yeah. It's fucking weird. Okay, <laughs> that was really weird. And I remember asking him about it, and I was like, "Um, so like, what's this about? Like, did we have a little moment? Like, are we? Did we have a moment? <laughs> did we were talk about this? And I was like, are you okay? And basically, he like goes on to tell me that he was like really upset about this friend that had like passed away years ago that he like considered to be his brother. And one thing led to another, and I guess you just decided to stab the pizza box. <laughs> yeah, I mean, totally. Yeah. <laughs> okay, another thing about this guy that was fucking bizarre is... Okay, so Alexa came and visited me. Our Alexa sister, is our other sister. Our other sister. Reference. So, our other sister <laughs> came to stay with me and while I was living with him. And her and I were just, like, sitting on the bed in the room, and we're just talking you know, chillin', chin-chillin', and he comes over and sits on the bed next to us, and he goes, 
Oh my god. I have a feeling there's not going to be a summer this year. <laughs> I'm concerned. <laughs> what? Isn't that fucking weird? For who? <laughs> For anyone. <laughs> He's going to kill you all. <laughs> Okay, and then I thought of another... What? There's another thing to have to share. Maybe he, I think he might have a little thing called schizophrenia. It's possible. It's very likely. Yes. This motherfucker, too, while we were dating, he didn't have a job for a lot of the relationship, which, you know, we were only dating for a couple so months. So Kara went ahead, she just put the team on her back, paid that rent. <laughs> yeah, I literally did, actually. You might as well have just gone to your own place. Like I that, know, I was point. literally such a clown for that. But, um... So I basically gave him like an ultimatum and I was like, you need to get a job. Otherwise this isn't going to work out. Like I refuse to date someone who is unemployed. And what does he do? He decides to pretend he has a job. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that was going to be like, okay, if this were a movie, like what would he do? He would like put on a tux. He literally had a briefcase. (laughs) He just put sandwiches in there. There's actually, there's no laptop or any type of work supplies. (laughs) There's just a good old PB and J. <laughs> Leaves every morning, 6.30 a.m. You know Sharp. how I fucking found out, though? You know how I found out? He, I literally... So, wait. Okay, no, hold on. How does this man pretend he has a job? You're gonna die. And then he's still not financially contributing, clearly. Well, towards the end is when I, told, I gave him the ultimatum. Okay. But, um, basically, one day, he... Gets up to go to go to work. He leaves for work. (laughs) And I'm supposed to go into work that day. But I decide to call out for whatever reason. So I basically decide to call out that day so I don't go into work. And probably 30 minutes later after I'm supposed to be like on my way to work, this motherfucker waltzes right back in through the front door. Because he thought you were going to work. He thought I was gone. And I'm Perks like, of not having a vehicle. <laughs> Your man never knows when you leave for work. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But anyways, so fast forward to this is how the relationship ended, okay? So he's sitting on the bed. He says that fucking weird ass shit. I feel like there's not going to be a sum of this yet. And, um, <laughs> and... <laughs> My sister and I look each other in the eyes. He leaves the room, by the way. My sister and I look each other in the eyes, and we're like, all right, this has gone too far. He got to go. He's got to motherfucking <laughs> he, he go. Gotta go. This is not good. And basically, you know, how I figure out that he doesn't have a job, I basically tell him, like, you need to financially contribute somehow, like, until you get a fucking job. And so he basically is like, all right, well, I'm going to leave to go get food from the food bank. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so my sister and I are sitting there and I'm just like, all right, like I got to get the fuck out of here. Like this is gone too far. <laughs> and she basically helps me pack all of my shit while he's gone. And she is on Craigslist, like looking for a place for me to live. And she finds a room in a house and we're like, we pack all my shit up and we move everything to that house in the same day. And I never talked to him again. <laughs> you know, this is a trend. <laughs> this I wish I could say this is the only time Kara ever pulled this. <laughs> the good old pack your shit and ghost. Like <laughs> there was another time Kara was in a relationship oh. and I used to, you know, go to her place all the time and hang out with her when 
he was not there. I mean, I would hang out when he was there too, but <laughs> but a lot of times, you know, he was gone. Whatever. He was making his money. And there was one day I was over there and Kara was like, I just, I can't do it anymore. It's time to go. <laughs> and I was like, like, like now? Like right now? And you were like, yep. And so Kara cried, got her shift covered. I packed, I packed Kara's life up <laughs> and put it all in my car. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> And then drove her all the way to my grandmother's house where she was going to stay. She called that motherfucker the same night to come pick her ass up. (laughs) (laughs) She fucking unpacked her shit. And it was all for nothing. Yeah. But that was a different Kara. That was, that was the Kara that, that consumed copious amounts of alcohol. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And now she's a different person. Thank fucking God. She's seen the light. I've seen the light. Thank you, baby Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. Oh my God. Well, I had a situation where I was talking to a guy for like maybe two weeks. Oh God. I love this one. For maybe <laughs> two weeks, right? We hadn't even hung out. I had never even met this man in the flesh. Okay. And let me tell you, this motherfucker was a string bean. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Have you seen that? I'm sorry. I just have to interject really fast. Have you seen that meme where it was like when a skinny... Guy says to get on top, and, and it's, it's like, like the fucking lobster, leg. lob- lobster legs. That shit made me die. Triggered. I was triggered. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, but um, he was like, you know, we were talking about like our past and whatnot because we had like some mutuals, and he found out that I had like been with someone that he knew, hung up on me. Mind you, like, let me just remind you, okay, I've known him for two weeks, and we, <laughs> and we haven't met. He's fucking pissed, Winnie. He's fucking pissed. He's like, how can you share your my coochie <laughs> with the world? That I haven't even gotten a taste of yet. Yeah, like, okay, so, <laughs> so he found that out, and then he, like, hangs up on me, and then he calls me back, because I was like, all right, crazy ass, you think I'm gonna, like, text you or say anything? Like, go fucking be a sad boy about it. I don't care. I don't even know you that well. Mm-hmm. He calls me back, and he goes... I almost want to say I love you right now. Oh, bitch. My God. Oh, bitch. Holy ham. I said, never fucking say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I said, but- <laughs> you don't love me. You don't even know me. But baby, I know you love the idea of me because shit, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he would talk about, oh, you know, I'm going to buy you this and that and which is like all good and everything but like okay do it then <laughs> like let me see something man you never saw a goddamn thing no did you? and i'm not the type of person to like expect a man to spend a bunch of money on me ever but it's nice i wouldn't turn it's, it down it's really sweet yeah gifts could be one of my love languages if we if you wanted to be a baby <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah he would talk about buying me this that and the other he's like yeah i'm just gonna start like leaving money on your dresser oh so now we're hanging out in my room together hypothetically okay oh god he talks about moving in with me still haven't met him all right oh my god he's talking about moving in with me in the house that i live in with my roommates oh we can split your rent blah 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 whatever and because i was like fresh out of a relationship i was like this must be love like (laughs) like i just didn't realize like I mean, I did, but I didn't. Like, the red flags were all there. That's called love bombing, baby girl. That is love bombing. That is so terrifying. And then 
some time had gone by and we were on the phone. He was like, well, you're the one who said you wanted me to move in. Excuse me, what? When the fuck did that happen? Excuse me, Because, <laughs> nope, I never did that. And anyways, so that didn't last long, needless to say. <laughs> How did you end it? Oh my God, tell them what happened. Oh my God. Okay. He was like texting me one time. And at this point we had hung out a few times. And he alluded to the fact that if I didn't fuck him soon, he was going to be over it. Oh. And I said, baby, I am over it now. Yeah. Why would you ever fucking say that? Like the fact. Can't get no more free, Randy. The fact that he fucking said it like so straight up, like like, so boldly and just literally could fucking care less. Like, oh my God. That's like a a new level. nut job. So I blocked him on like everything. I was like, never. Oh, also (laughs) he did this thing. You know, there's like subtweeting. Have you ever heard of sub Snapchatting? Because I hadn't. I hadn't either. (laughs) This is (laughs) the type of motherfucker to take a picture of black nothingness and make a caption like, Stop sending me your drunk Snapchats and puts it on his story. Like, if you have something to say, baby, say it with your chest. All right? If you have something you want to say to me, say it to me. Because it's giving little dick energy. Mm. And he would do that. Oh, my God. And then I would be like, are you serious? I would reply. I would swipe up and be like, really? That is so embarrassing. Like, what? You Okay, people who literally will... I've always felt this way, but people who will literally like post the most personal shit like about like relationships or like how they feel about like men or women or whatever like their own little you know they write out a little paragraph to so tired story. of feeling like i'm giving my all and no one's reciprocating yeah it's like so it's so embarrassing like tell it to your therapist like babe. don't don't do that because that looks so pathetic and these people know you're talking about them they're not stupid and it's not going to get you the reaction that you're looking for either. Because they're going to think you're a joke at this point. And let me just tell you, you are a joke. Yeah. Like, there are professionals Literally. that you can turn to in situations like these. You <laughs> yeah. do not need to turn to the public. We are not here to support you. Because what do you think is going to happen? You think somebody's going to, like, reply to it and be like, oh my god, are you okay? I hope that you're alright. Okay, I have a question for you. Have you ever been the toxic one? Mm. In a relationship? I mean, well- I mean, I think overall, no. I've, of course, I'm sure I've had a toxic tendency or two. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I used to be a really bad communicator, and like, you could talk to me and be like, I think it was fucked up that you did this, and I would sit there like a brick wall, (laughs) not make eye contact, and not speak to you. that sense like I was the toxic one (laughs) um I also had a relationship when I was like I don't know I was younger I was probably 18 or 19 or something like that and I convinced him that it would be appropriate for me to download the hot or not app (laughs) but he couldn't have it though but I wanted it (laughs) he couldn't have it but I I just wanted I needed to know if I was hot or not (laughs) like baby we're hot all right we figured it out we cracked the code (laughs) <laughs> but you know like that was pretty fucked up <laughs> but yeah i feel yeah. like you've always kind of been you've always been like the loyal good partner in all of your relationships in my opinion yeah and then for some reason like that screams treat me like dog shit <laughs> which is so fucked people love to prey on kind people people who are actually nice and 
So, like, yeah, if you're trying to fuck my life up, like, just hit me up. <laughs> hit my line. <laughs> no, but, um... <laughs> yeah. And also, I had an ex that, well, we... No, at this point, he was my ex. Um, he told me he was going to tape his exhaust pipe closed in his garage and run it, run it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Till he died. Oh. You know, like a little... That took a fucking turn. A little uh, carbon monoxide. <laughs> monoxide poisoning situation. Fuck. Um, yeah, and in that sense, that was pretty toxic. <laughs> him to do to oh say i called him and i was like shut the fuck up you are not gonna do that like don't ever say that shit to me again and also don't call me i had to block his number his entire family's numbers oh. because he would call me from any phone he could get his hands on oh no that reminds me of one of my crazy crazy exes i literally dated this guy for six months that's it okay and I'm pretty sure it was, like, a little bit of a trauma bond, we could call it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, like, right when I stopped drinking. <laughs> so, um, I was weak, and I had no idea how to navigate life at that, at that point. <clears throat> and I think he saw that as the perfect opportunity to swoop in and convince me to um, be in a relationship with him. And... He literally, I tried to break up with him, like, at least three times. Like, at least three times. And the last time I tried to break up with him, he literally sent me, <laughs> like, the, like, paragraphs of basically an apology to all of my friends and family. Not to me. To my friends and family. And he wanted me to distribute that apology <laughs> to everyone. Um, okay. And then I, like, I was like, okay, you're literally insane. I'm not gonna do that. Wait one motherfucking minute. Okay, he said, here are my letters. Yeah, to all of your friends and family. All of your friends and family that don't even know me well enough for me to have their contact information. Yes. But please give this to them. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And he had contact information for my aunt. (laughs) Because I had to, like, text him for some reason, from her phone at one point. And he sent her a text as well, um, asking if, and this was like the beginning of COVID, asking if he could like drop off supplies for our family at her house. (laughs) He's like, listen, I'm a doomsday prepper and I just (laughs) need to help you. (laughs) Pretty much. What? Yeah, and then I had him blocked on like everything, every platform. Oh, he also... um, Tried to Venmo me money. I should have taken it. But he Venmoed me like three different amounts of money. Like one for to get my real estate license. Um, I can't remember the other two or four. But yeah, I can't remember. But he sent me like, (laughs) he tried to send me money to like win me back. Um, And then after I blocked him on literally everything possible, then he went through to the lengths of subscribing to my OnlyFans and sending me a message through that platform. So he's paying that monthly. Well, I actually blocked him, so I didn't take his money because I was like, "No, nah, fuck you. I don't. Right. I don't want you to see what I'm doing. Ew. I don't want you to have any access to me at all." Also, can we, while we're on this topic, discuss emailing your ex? 
Oh my god. Unfortunately, I've done it. <laughs> I just don't know how to feel. <laughs> I know that there is a whole genre of people out there who believe, like, if you block him and he emails you, like, he's the one. Oh my god, stop. People think that? Um, I mean, it's, like, kind of a joke. But I believed it. (laughs) (laughs) You've realized later that it was a joke, but originally you thought it was the real deal. I took it really seriously (laughs) the first time. (laughs) And, um, just imagine, picture this. (laughs) Okay, I'm picturing it. You write an email to somebody, and then you have to think about what to make the subject. Oh, God. Before you send it. Oh. And you're blocked on everything. Oh no. Except email. <laughs> my last. My final. My final my words. My words to you, my darling. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you don't fucking stop. Like, if you guys are done, and especially if you're the one who did the person dirty, you should probably just leave Just, them. like, shut leave your mouth. Leave them alone. Like, just... let, them, let them live their life. And I, unfortunately... Was one of those people who sent an email. But um, I also really... I was in a five-year relationship. And this is my little toxic story of me being toxic. <laughs> um, yeah. So I dated this guy for five years. He was a Gemini. Okay. We'll start there. We... Red flag number Red one. flag number one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we were literally just so different. Like... He was very serious. He had like his five year plan written out. Like he knew yeah, exactly. Out. No, he didn't. But he was he, he was just like that kind of guy, yeah. you know. And um, he like was always thinking about the future. You know, he was like financially doing well for himself. He was like ready to you know buy a house, then have a family, all that other shit. Yeah. Where I <laughs> was, um, how do we put this? I was really diving into that um, alcoholic lifestyle, I guess we could say. I was bartending, and I was wilding out, and <laughs> like, how much laundry am I trying to air here? All of it. Should I just give it all? Okay. Ugh. Fuck it. I mean, it is what it is. I can't go back now. Um, basically, so I'm bartending. We're like four years deep into the, to the relationship, I would say, and... I Cheaty McSkeety. Yeah. <laughs> I had a couple this is terrible. A couple. Multiple, unfortunately. I had a couple customers that came in to my job. Let's just say they became clientele. Yeah. Not good. Of a special sort. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. So I had a couple customers that I thought we were attractive, and they thought I was attractive as well, and... So naturally, we did the boom boom. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> That's so ugly. <laughs> we ended up... I ended up hooking up with them while I was in my five-year relationship, and I would, like, stay out super late, and I would, like, make plans with them, and I would, like, go over to their houses, and I would sometimes stay the night, and then I wouldn't come home until, like, 6 a.m. or later the next day. Later? Sometimes, yeah. It was not good. And 
me being the um, manipulator and gaslighter that I was at the time would come into the house and I'd already have like a story, you know, to tell him like, oh, I spent the night at my friend's house or my coworker's house. I didn't do anything. But I know, I know he knew, you know, you can just tell, like you look each other in the eyes and you just know what's like, you just, you just know, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, so I was pretty toxic back then. That relationship, I finally ended it after five years. The poor guy put him through a lot. Um, and now I hope he's doing all right. I know, me too. I think he's probably a lot better now that I'm not in the picture. <laughs> but um, I ended up, like, maybe six months after breaking up with him, I was like sober now and I was really dealing with like all of my emotional shit that I was suppressing for so long and I decided to write him an email and he had me blocked Can you on just tell literally us what everything. The subject line was? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly This I, is very important information. This is important. You know, I wish I had the email. I think I deleted it cuz I didn't want to like You wanted to block that out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I don't even know. I think I might have kept it untitled. I don't know. I can't remember. Maybe it was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) Something like that. But I emailed him and I like basically took accountability for a lot of the shit that happened. Um, I should have probably taken accountability for everything. But he ended up emailing me back and he was like, this is so like classic Kara to, you know, send this email. And what about, you know, when you were talking to this guy and what about this guy? Like, cause I didn't mention those people in the email and yeah. So he was still, he was upset. He wasn't, he didn't take it well. And, um, I sent him like one more email back and I was just like, you know, I completely understand why you feel the way you feel. I did a lot of really fucked up shit to you and I'm really sorry. And I, you know, I hope you're happy and I hope Chloe, our dog, I hope she's doing good. And I hope you get to like, it was around Thanksgiving. I want to say, I was like, I really hope you're like spending the holidays with your family this year. You know, I wish you nothing but the best. And that was it. That was it. Wow. So, but yeah, I was a really shitty, toxic person to him for sure. That was probably like me at my worst. And I was just, like, wild and out getting, like, super wasted and doing all of these, like, shady things to him in that relationship and just, like, not even thinking about the consequences. And these people that I was hanging out with, that I was cheating on my boyfriend with, they don't give a fuck about me. They didn't care about me. They knew I was in a relationship, too. So they knew, like, nothing was going to happen. And that's probably what made the situation more appealing to them. It was, like, exciting for them. And yeah. Like, oh, this is guaranteed no strings attached because she has to go home to, to Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> she got to go home to Poppy Chulo after this. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. Not my proudest moment. Well, we each shared to our stories, like, a little prompt asking you guys to tell us like the most the craziest or talk most toxic thing somebody ever said or did to you and this shit real juicy oh real God, fucking yeah. juicy so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna read a few and we're just gonna share our thoughts yeah i think that's a great idea <laughs> so one person said my ex told me that if you took my ass and my sister's boobs we would make the perfect girl <laughs> oh my fucking god <laughs> 
That is terrible. That is despicable. The fact that he said that. He like, felt real comfortable. Apparently. To say that. And that reminds me, I have a good friend that we used to hang out with this group of guys. And one of them had the audacity to say that if you took my personality and her body, we would be the perfect girlfriend. Oh my god. So I'm ugly and she's boring? Wow, thank you so much. Shove it up your ass. You know who you are. Yeah, that's right. So fucking out of pocket. Okay, somebody else said, I came out as queer to my partner, and they said, what about me? (laughs) (laughs) What? Bitch, what about you? Like, get the fuck out of here. Oh my god. That's special. You're a real special character if you think that it's your place to be like, what about me? Wait, but... What about me? But what about me? Oh okay, what about you? Like, are you gay too? <laughs> Is there something you want to come if out about? We can talk about it. You know, you I don't understand how this has anything to do with you. Yeah. And another person said they had an ex that used to chop random shit with a machete in the garage when they were mad. Serial <laughs> <laughs> killer. That's fucking scary. <laughs> oh my god. That really reminds me of John stabbing the shit out of the crazy pizza box. Crazy John, just crazy John in his pizza box. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my okay. god. Okay. Um, okay, another person. They had just caught their boyfriend cheating on them. I was actually here when this happened. It was really? like a group thing. We were all together. I don't want to get too specific, but, um, this guy like kissed another girl while his whole girlfriend was also in the same vicinity and in front of, not in front of her, but like the girl was immediately like, what the fuck are you doing? The girl that he kissed, the girl that he kissed. And then he said that if this girl broke up with him, he was going to kill himself. Oh my God. What a master manipulator Mm -hmm. we have here. I'm sorry, but if you threaten to literally end your fucking life, if somebody is trying to break up with you, that is the most toxic shit I think I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Yeah, and, um, like, what's your ideal situation here? You're literally guilting them into staying with you? They stay with you, right? Okay, so you say, I'm gonna kill myself if you don't stay with me, and they're like, fuck, fine. So they stay with you. Then what? And then, like, you know they're only with you because they just want you to be alive. (laughs) Like, like, they don't want to be with you, but, like, they want you to be alive. Damn. Does that make you feel special? That's... <laughs> what the fuck? Literally insane. Um, okay, let's see here. And the amount of people who've told me in this prompt that, like, people who say they're gonna kill themselves if they break up... Is it an alarming It's alarming. It's fucking alarming. Oh my god. Um, this person said, my mom told my ex-boyfriend that I had a mental health disorder and that I was unstable. Um, thanks, mom. Love you. <laughs> like, what? Oh my god. Like, what would be the motive behind that? Do you think, like, your mom wanted to, like, get with them? <gasps> Ew. I mean, honestly, Can you imagine? I'm absolutely twisting this out of context. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's possible. But you just have to, like, I am always questioning people's motives. Yeah, There's me a too. motive for everything. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't, like, if you really genuinely cared about your daughter in that situation, you would tell her. Mm-hmm. I feel that you need some help. Blah, blah, blah. You're not going to go to their partner and just talk shit about them. That's really weird. Yeah, that is really weird. That's um, like crossing so many boundaries. <laughs> this person, and this honestly breaks my heart. They said, yeah, I noticed you were fat, and that's when I stopped taking you out to eat. 
Oh my god. I've had a partner who like fat shamed me for sure. And it's like it's not fun, you know. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. It's that not actually fun. reminds me, um, I dated actually the guy that I dated while I was living in Bellingham, he told me that his ex started getting fat and he felt like he didn't want to have sex with her anymore. He told me that. Which red flag. And then we were in the relationship for, you know, however long. I think it was two and a half years or something before I ended up calling it quits. And um he stopped having sex with me. And I did gain I did gain some LBs back then because because <laughs> <laughs> I was I was like smoking weed every day. I was Because he was smoking weed every day. Yeah. Mind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's... And I was drinking I was throwing pictures back by myself. <laughs> At the bar. A whole pitcher? A whole pitcher. I was Were you just drinking it straight out the pitcher? No. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Winnie, I had glass. I was putting it in another glass. We poured it into a smaller glass one by one and drank the whole pitcher. I was a classy girl about it. Oh, my God. (laughs) But I I gained a a lot of weight because I was living a super unhealthy lifestyle. And he stopped having sex with me. And then I actually caught this motherfucker watching porn. When we hadn't been having sex for at least, like, a couple weeks. And, like, obviously, I'm going to think, like, damn, like, he probably thinks I'm getting fat. Therefore, he doesn't want to have sex with me. Just like he told me that about his ex, you know? Like, if you don't want your girlfriend to be fat, like, don't make her that way, then. (laughs) (laughs) That's your bad, bro. Like, (laughs) you guys were doing, you had the munchies together, and your metabolism just happened to be faster. So you're going to punish your partner? Yeah, it's really fucked up. Like, maybe you have unhealthy habits as well. Maybe you should do a little bit of shadow work, sweetheart. Yeah. But, um, you know, one time I was dating somebody and, you know, I had become a little bit of a chonker. Chonker? (laughs) Yep. Because, of course, the weed, the weed and the munchies, it'll fucking getcha. Yeah. And they were going to get, like, chicken wings or something from this spot that I hadn't tried yet. And I was like, oh, like, would you bring me back something? Because I lived with them at the time. And he's like, oh, yeah, no problem. And he's with one of his friends. And he comes back and hands me the box. And I open it and half of it's gone. And I was like, and mind you, there was like two drumsticks in there, okay? And he ate one. So it's not like it's not like it's a big serving size. And he had a little bit like he ate one of the two drumsticks. I don't fucking care. Or chicken strips, it. whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> and I was like, did you, did you eat half my food? this doesn't seem as full as it probably should be and he was like well i mean like you don't need it all wow yeah yeah ew i fat shaming pisses me off so bad like it makes me so angry if you are genuinely hurried hurried what (laughs) if you are are genuinely worried about the health of your partner because, you know, people sometimes when they go through shit, like, they can gain or lose weight at a rapid pace. And that is a little concerning, you know? Not because of, like, oh, like, you look fat, so you're fucking disgusting to me. But it's like, are you okay? Like, there's a reason yeah. behind what's going on. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, like, have a fucking conversation not being, like, disrespectful. Just be like, how are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. you know, let's go on, like, so let's do some hikes. Like, you don't have to... There's so many other ways you can go about trying to lift somebody out of a fog Mm -hmm. like that that don't involve fucking fat shaming them and i'm sorry but if you 
think that somebody is less worthy of love because they gained a few extra pounds, you never fucking loved them to begin with. Yeah. That's so conditional and disgusting to me. Agreed. I could go on and on. And so it did get to a point where I would, like, cry about my weight. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you know, I'm not blind. Like, I can see that I'm, you know, not looking slim thick, just regular thick. (laughs) (laughs) Which is fine, okay? And, like, people would be like, you look great. And because my partner didn't think I looked great, I let that define my worth. And I was like, all right, you know what? Like, I need you to kind of start getting on me maybe a little bit. Like, if you notice that I'm, like, binging or something. Because I was, you know, I think I had a binge eating disorder. That's a real thing. Yeah. It was, like, a coping mechanism. Like, I was so depressed that I would just, like, stuff my face with something that tasted delicious. And it felt so right. It felt so fucking good. It felt so right. (laughs) But then, like, immediately afterward, I would be like, oh, my God, what did I just do? It's, like, immediate regret. But in the moment, baby, it was so good. (laughs) And I was like, if you see me doing that, like, please, like, do say something. Blah, blah, blah. And I feel like a solid partner would make an effort to match your energy. And, like, they would try to eat right in front of you. Like... They'd be like, okay, like, you know, let's, I'm going to make this healthy dish or like, maybe we should try, like, let's do this like together because you're supposed to be a fucking team, right? Yeah. He would eat like shit, which is, you know, whatever that's within his right. And I'd be like, it's really hard for me to like not eat some of your food (laughs) when you're eating it in front of me like that. It's so good. And he's like, well, like my body handles it differently than yours. Like I'm a man. And I quote. Whatever, fuck him. It was like, you're literally <laughs> disgusting. Ugh. And that shit, like, literally, those kind of comments, like, stick with you for a long time. Forever. Like, now, if I gain even, like, five pounds, which is, like, every other week, by the way. <laughs> That's natural. My Your shit body fluctuates should fluctuate so yeah. hardcore. But, like, it's, like, every little pound that I gain, mm-hmm. it's hard for me not to, like, be cruel to myself about it because of that mm-hmm. situation and how it was handled not by just me because obviously like we are in charge of our own bodies and like if I wanted to look a certain way in order to feel a certain way like that's my responsibility you know Mm -hmm. like my body is not somebody else's responsibility and I totally understand that but Mm -hmm. just know how to fucking support your partner if you're gonna have one yeah otherwise just don't because that fucks people up and I feel like a lot of people can relate to that yeah it's like really fucked I had somebody Literally, he was a friend of the guy I was dating when I was living in Bellingham. I remember exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, he literally told me that he thought it was fat, and that hurt me so bad. That stuck with me for so long. I mean, I still, I feel like, have, you know, I feel like, I feel the pressure, you know, like, our societal standards of beauty. Like, I feel that, and... I feel the same way when I gain weight. Like, I start to feel really insecure. And my relationship with food is definitely not as healthy as it could be. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Like, if I, like, go a whole day and I eat, like, one meal, I'm, like, almost proud of myself sometimes. Yeah, and see, Which is so not healthy at all. You shouldn't be like that. That's not healthy. And that doesn't help you fucking lose weight, by the way. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Because then when you do eat, you're going to eat a lot it's all going to be stored in a way that you don't want it to be <laughs> in your body. Mm-hmm. And you you have to, like, regulate your your eating cycles and shit like that. Anyways. Mm-hmm. I want to read you guys some more of <clears throat> these responses. 
Okay, so this person said, you are actually intelligent for your gender and demographics. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, thank you so much. Oh my god, you mean like as a woman, like you think I'm smart for a woman? (laughs) What? What? Like, go fuck yourself. And by the way, this person who sent this in is like so fucking smart and kind and cool. Like, all of these people who've written in, like you guys are seriously some of the realest bitches I've ever met in my life. <laughs> Men, women, they, them, whoever. You guys, like, the moral of the story is, like, just fuck men, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, somebody wrote in, <clears throat> and this is, like, a little bit of a longer one, but this one is, like, nuts. Fucking get ready. Pull up your bootstraps, we're going for a ride. <laughs> All right. I'm just gonna read it straight up. So, so I was dating an army guy. First red flag, TBH. Say that. Yeah. Um, And we were at his army ball. Before we went, he told me that PDA was a no-no around the higher-ups. He got belligerently drunk and was trying to make out with me in the middle of a ton of tables. And I opened my eyes to see some older dude in a uniform decorated with a ton of shit. And I go, wait, let's not. That guy looks like a higher-up. My ex yanks me closer to him by the neck and says, are you fucking kidding me? I'm trying to give you attention and kiss you, and you're out here looking at other guys? Oh, my God. Woo! Okay. Bruh. Then storms off to the bathroom, and I had to get his best friend to go in there and bring him out. Then he broke up with me the next weekend, which I should have dumped his ass that second, but, you know. So. God. Wow. Ew. Wow. That's like you go through the drive-thru, and you're like, can I get a side of barbecue sauce? And then you leave, and he's like, I feel like you just showed him a lot more attention than you did to me when we went through the drive-thru. There's literally people like that, which is what? fucking horrifying. Like, oh my god. Well, you know, I feel like it was a blessing in disguise that he ended it. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Because it always is. It yeah. always is. I never, I never fucking regret it. No. <laughs> Not once. Okay, so this person said, My boyfriend pushed me down on cement and then said I was drunk and I fell. Jesus like, Christ. honey, I was there. That's not what happened. Yeah. That's not what ha- happened. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my God. Um, okay. My ex that I was with for a year and a half cheated on me. And how I found out was he got out of the shower and closed and locked the door on me while covering his chest. <laughs> oh, real subtle, real subtle. She's not going to notice a thing. <laughs> okay. So I somehow got it open and pulled his shirt up. And this motherfucker had literally eight giant hickeys on his chest. And I dumped him, and then he came back crying, saying it was an accident. (laughs) How the oopsie. She sucked on me eight times in my chest by accident. What the fuck is that? Oh my god, what a fucking clown. God. uh. Oopsie daisies. (laughs) Did I do that? Yeah, what? Okay, hold on. Let's see. I had proof that this guy was cheating, but he denied it and denied it and played the innocent game so well that I felt stupid for even accusing him, even though I had proof. She said she stayed until she caught them together twice. Oh, no. Not my proudest time. You know know what? what? He sounds like a master manipulator, and it's actually insane to me the power of manipulation and effective gaslighting methods 
will really have you denying reality. Yeah. I have been there. Yeah, me too. More times than I'd like to admit. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I can know for 100% that somebody did something super shady, but if they play the game well enough, it's like the sky isn't even blue. You could convince me the sky is green. It's kind of scary because once those relationships end and you like come back to reality, it's almost like you you can't even trust yourself. No. And that's like the scariest feeling. Because for- it's like you've suppressed your intuition for so long at this point mm-hmm. that like it's like you don't even know how to just trust your most basic human instinct. Like mm-hmm. intuition is a basic human instinct. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, you should always trust your intuition like if something feels off then it is it is yes okay more stories from the paypal all right cheating on me for a month and the only reason i found out was because i got chlamydia i was so upset that's like i had somebody that i dated and like we were kind of off and on for a second and once we were back on like i mean i had like made a couple mistakes while we weren't together like I called them mistakes because for me in my own personal body and my mental health mm-hmm. I wish that I hadn't like hooked up with the few people that I did yeah. but this person literally had sex with at least eight to ten different people while we weren't together which is their business and everything. But then, like, when we were back together, they had the audacity to tell me that I, quote, degraded myself while we weren't together. What the fuck? I degraded myself? Interesting. Honey. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting spin. Yeah. Um, okay, here's another one. His foot on my throat looked me in the eyes and told me he can't wait for me to die. The same guy told me he should have knocked me up so that I was always stuck with him. So which is it? Do you want her to die? Do you want her to die? Or do you want her to bury your children? (laughs) Choose one. Oh my god. What in the fuck? That's like psycho shit. It's nuts. If you're not following us already, we just made an Instagram page for the podcast. It is uh, misguided pod. Miss with two S's. Yeah, Miss M-I-S-S. Same name as what you're reading on the screen. (laughs) Um, So yeah, give us a follow. And yeah, we really appreciate you guys listening to our podcast. We have had like an overwhelming amount of support and love, and we really appreciate your guys' feedback. Um, But yeah, thank you guys. Love you, little whores.